You brought the sunshine, you are the sunshine in my life. You are the lifeline. Can you guess what this podcast is about? <laughs> good morning, good morning, and good morning. Welcome back to the WR4 News Presents. What's in these streets? And I'm pretty sure you already know what this podcast is about. The Clark Sisters, the first lady of gospel. Ladies, excuse me. The first ladies of gospel. Hmm? Um, did y'all see it? I did. I went over to a friend's house. We had a watch party. You know what I'm saying? I cooked. I made a good old nasty beef stew, cabbage with the turkey. What it was? Turkey wing up in there. Some candied yam. Some yellow rice. Some um croissant rolls. Some chocolate chip cookies. You know, we had a good old nice Watch party, dinner, and all that good old stuff. Yes, indeed. Let's get into it. We're not talking about the food. We're talking about the Clark sisters, okay? I'm going to give this movie a four out of five. A B, a Bravo. Um, and the reason it's not a five out of five because the movie, you know, it felt like it was like a, you know, a two and a half hour movie. I was like, dang, this movie is pretty long, okay? And it was the commercials. Every scene that was shown, a commercial would come on. Ah, that's a dang on lyric. Oh my goodness. Every scene that was shown, a commercial would come on. Hey, hey, every scene that was shown, ah, a commercial would come on. Alright, we're going to get off of that. Mm-hmm. But um, the movie was only like an hour and a half. The movie was a really good movie like Oh my goodness. Um, the singing was exceptional. The acting was good. Um, they filmed the movie in Canada. It seems as if everybody, you know, goes to Canada. I guess because of the temperature is always cold and snow and stuff like that. And you know you can um you know you can shoot a lot of good things in Canada. But um, you know, with Lifetime, especially with the recent stuff they put out as far as like you know, the Liv uh, biopic and then the Whitney's and all this other stuff that they put out. Um, they don't really do that good. But they recovered on this Clark Sisters First Lady of Gospels movie. I'm going to say only because of the Maddie Moss story. They should have named the dang on story the Maddie Moss Clark story. Because y'all spent a good hour on the story of um, Manny Moss, you know, y'all gave us, you know, y'all didn't give us everything, but y'all gave us enough. And in the last 30 minutes of the freaking story, y'all rushed through it. That's ridiculous. But we're going to talk about it here, and I just hope you're ready. Go get your little piece of snack or something, and get you some tea or some water. Or if you're drinking, my favorite drink is tequila. Go get you a little Jose Cuevo gold. Okay? Yes, indeed. But um, let's talk about it. The movie started off with the girls singing. Um, what they were saying? Uh, what they saying? Hallelujah! I don't remember. Yeah, the girl. The movie started off with a girl singing. Then it drifts on to Maddie Moss, played by the legendary Angelou Ellis. Okay, that lady is phenomenal. For oh Jesus, for um, phenomenal. Lord, can I say it? Phenomenal, phenomenal. Is that the word? Y'all know what the hell I'm trying to say. Good Lord. But um, she's amazing. 
Y'all saying all this other stuff that she played in, but I know her originally from the Undercover Brother movie, okay? She was not a woman to be played with. She's a terrific actress. She plays her role well. She knows her role well. And when I was watching a couple of interviews, uh, because Angelou Ellis, she's been quiet about this whole thing, but she did an interview with uh, the producer Holly Carter. And y'all can go look it up on the YouTube. Holly Carter interviews um, Angelou Ellis. And um, Holly Carter asked her a question, um, you know, how did the acting, uh, the audition process, you know, how, how was it? And Angelou said she didn't audition. They chose her. I guess she didn't have no choice. Because Angelou Alice, she doesn't look just like Maddie Moss, but she has, you know, similarities in her face that, you know, you look at the movie, you're like, wow, that's Maddie Moss. You know, she brings up the memories, and you think, wow, you're looking at Maddie Moss, that she played one heck of a character of Maddie Moss, okay? Um, yeah, so, um, the girls were singing, um, then it goes on to Maddie Moss, she wakes up out of nowhere, and I guess the Lord gave her a dream, or just something, um, just like a a harmony, that's before she came with the, the harmony that we know about today, which is soprano, alto, and tenor, but you know I'm a baritone, so y'all can just work with me, okay? And, um, so yeah, so Mandy Moss wakes up out of nowhere, maybe not, three o'clock, something like that. Wakes the girls up. Started with Jackie Cullum. Make sure we say that. Jackie Cullum, Chris, um, Chisholm. Jackie Cullum, Chisholm. Denise Clark, Bradford, okay. Um, Abernita. I seen the interview. Somebody said Albertina. I said, Albertina Walker, the queen of gospel? Oh, she ain't no Maddie Moss uh, child. They about the same age. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Albert Nita. Albert Nita, Twinkie, Clark, um, Terrell. And we'll talk about that last name, Terrell. Okay. Um, then Dorinda Clark Hole, the Rose of Gospel. And then the Michael Jackson of the family, Karen Clark Sheard. Okay, the shared dynasty. Okay, all right. So she wakes those girls up. They go downstairs to get on the piano. The mother, Miss Moss, is showing them their parts. Karen and Denise is on soprano. Um, Dorinda, well, Jackie and Dorinda is on. Alto and Twinkie is on tenor by herself. Now Twinkie is uh, a wonder. Twinkie can do it all. Okay, Twinkie is like a me- uh, a mezzo soprano. That woman is amazing. We will get it to Twinkie. All right. So once the girls know their parts, they sing the parts together. The harmony sounds awesome. Even little girls that they cast it. That, harm, that harmony was pretty good. You know, good job with the casting. Whoever was the casting director, casting manager, casting whoever was in charge of casting, you deserve an award as well. Because that's phenom- phenomenal. But um, 
you don't you don't you don't deserve a war for whoever cast um Raven Goodwin to play Denise. I'm gonna tell you about that because that's straight colorism. And if you say it's not, then you're delusional. So we're gonna talk about that. But um, yeah. So um, the girls learn they part. Then we go into the church scene where the girls are singing. They're singing. Um, I think it's what he's done for me. He's healed my body, my body, and made me whole. That's what, 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 what he's done for me. That's 24, y'all. Just a little sample. Nothing too crazy. And I'll say, this late. So don't y'all give me too much. Okay? I'm about to hit y'all with this wrath with the render. Yeah, that's the render right there. Yeah, that's the render. Mm-hmm. But, um, yesterday's song, What's He's Done For Me? And let me tell y'all something. The actresses who played their parts. And what I'm saying is um, the three mains, it was just Twinkie, um, Cameron, and Dorinda. Those are the three main ones that, you know, really sang. Jackie, you know, she gave a little, oh, oh, yeah. you know, Jackie, not really, not really strong, but Jackie holds her own. Okay, make sure we say that. Jackie is the melody of the group. Okay. Make sure we say that. Denise, um, you know, she is a soaring soprano when she was in the group. But my favorite is Dorinda, you know, as far as um, technicalities. I love a good old rasp. I love that you know how to use a rasp. So you over here doing riffs and runs and all types of crazy stuff. You know, it's amazing. Twinkie is a wonder of her own. And Karen, she is amazing as well. So, yeah, so we'll continue with the movie. Um... And I may be skipping some parts. It don't matter. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure y'all all seen the movie. Well, not everybody. Because say about 2.7 million people who watched the movie. I could have sworn there was more people on this earth to watch that movie. But we're going to leave that alone. We're going to leave that argument for another day. So, um, yeah. So, I'm going to be skipping some parts. But I'm saying the important parts. Dr. Maddie Moss. She, um. She's packing her bags. And I'm trying to figure out where she going. Because don't you got a husband? Um, Albert Clark, Elder, Elder Albert, Albert Clark. Okay. This is her second marriage. Make sure we say that her first marriage. Um, we don't know the husband's name. I may have to look that up, but her first marriage produced, excuse me, produced the kids of Leo Cullum. Okay. Leo Cullum, who was the eldest of all of the girls. And Leo Cullum stays in California. I was watching a Kiara interview and she said that, you know, Uncle um, Leo is living his best life up there in California. And um, he ain't worried about nothing. Um, and then after Leo, in comes um, Jacqueline Cullum Chisholm. That's her married name, Chisholm. But Cullum, that's who she is, a Cullum. Make sure we say that. Okay. Um... So, you know, she get um Maddie Moss Clark's Maddie Moss, you know, Cullum gets a divorce. And then she marries the 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 Albert Clark. And now she's Maddie Moss Clark. And she produced with that marriage the first Clark sister, Denise Clark, Bradford. She was married before it was Morrison. Now it's Bradford. 
Then after um, Denise, it was um, Everett Nita. Okay. Then Dorinda. Then um, Karen. Okay. So, um, this is a great family. Each family, let's make sure we say this. Each family has their own battles, their own woes. You know, no family is perfect because if a family was perfect, they would be on this earth. Okay, they'll be up in their heaven, you know, trying, you know, probably guarding the gates or something like that. You know what I'm saying? No family is perfect. We all got our, you know, our deep, um, deep secrets and stuff like that. No family is perfect. But, um, um, yeah, so, back to the movie. Leo Cullen was never mentioned. They say he was mentioned, but I don't recall. I don't recall them saying, oh, I left your brother Leo at your Uncle Jimmy's house. Oh, Mama, where's Leo? Is he coming to church with us? Mama, is Leo coming on the road with us? We, you know, we got to say. I ain't hear nothing about the Leo. So, I guess, I'm going to say, hey. Alpha. Leo maybe didn't want to be involved into this movie. You know what I'm saying? He just wanted to say, this is about y'all sisters. You know, this is about y'all. I can't say. And I can give a little ooh there. But this is about y'all. Y'all are the Clark sisters. I'm not a Clark sister. I'm a Clark brother. Not even a Clark brother. I'm a Cullum. Good. But, um, RB, Bravo. He probably didn't even, didn't even know the movie was coming out. He probably didn't even have no types of um, heads up. He probably was just blindsided. So when he probably seen the movie, he was probably like, dang, my sisters didn't even just, they didn't even, you know, they didn't even say, hey, Leo, do you want to have a little part in the movie? So that's what my two, th- that's what my two things is as far as where is Leo's um, input into the movie, okay? So yeah, he wasn't mentioned at all. Um, yeah, so, keep going into the movie, um, Madame Monsters Park, um, packing, she, I'm guessing she is the main breadwinner inside of the, um, Clark household, okay, because she was the Kojic's, um, Kojic meaning, uh, what is it, Church of God in Christ, yeah, she was the Kojic's International Music Ministry Director, something like that. So, you know, she would have to go and train the choirs, be with the choirs. You know, she had to go do a job. And, of course, that created a rift between her and her husband, Albert Clark. And um, eventually, Albert Clark would be um, physically, of course, mentally abusing her. Um, um, before that scene came up, um, Dr. Maddie Moss was using Twinkie to help her as far as being on the road and helping with these quiets. I do feel bad for Twinkie because her life, she never had a chance to live. And when she took that chance to live, it probably was one of the worst decisions she ever made in her life. But it was, it's her life, you know what I'm saying? So it's just selfish. And Maddie Moss is terribly selfish for doing that to Twinkie, okay, when other girls, you know, live their life, Twinkie, you know, never had the opportunity. So, um, fast forward into Elba Clark telling Dr. Maddie Moss that she embarrassed him because Albert Clark is um, 
an elder in the church. I guess he's a pastor, whatever he is, in the church. And of course, Dr. Manny Moss is the bishop, um, the the wife of the bishop, the pastor. Okay, and she wasn't there. She was working. So she told, she called him by Clark in the movie. She said, Clark, you act like I'm doing something shameful. That's how she said it. Shameful. Go ahead now. I'll tell you something. Angela Ellis, she don't, she, she ain't play games with this role. She said, you act, like, you act like I'm doing something shameful. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here making money. Okay? And I guess that wasn't good enough for him. He told her that she was useless. Slammed the door and proceeded to whooping her tail. I could say another word, but I caught myself. That's nothing but the favor. Hmm? But um, proceeded to whoop her tail. And um, fast forward, Jacqueline, Jackie Cullum, she's coming back to the house with her um, now deceased husband, God rest his soul, Greg. Um, I guess he went on a date or something. And she hears the screams. And she runs to the house. She sees her sisters to the left in the um, dining room. Just, you know, trying to console each other. And they're trying to, like, you know, they're scared. Okay? So her as the big sister. Because she is the eldest sister. Not the eldest Clark. Let's make sure we say that. Okay? She's the eldest sister. So her being the big sister and being the rock for her mother. You know, she runs upstairs to... Um, you know, go to help her mother, okay? So the door was locked. She ran downstairs to try to call 911. Elder Clark came out the room and said, I know you're not trying to call 911 on me in my house and proceeds to pimp slap her like Jackie owed her some money. Jackie owed him some money. Y'all know that. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. I had to take a breather because that part took me out. I was just so distraught. Why would you hit Jackie? And the thing was, back in those times, okay, y'all put these people on these pedestals. It's, it's, they do no wrongs because they, they got these godly titles. Meanwhile, they beating these women and men, whatever y'all got going on, back in those times. And nobody knew about it. I mean, I don't want to say nobody knew about it because I'm pretty sure y'all know about it in the grapevine. And what y'all church folks like to do, y'all like to hide stuff. Okay? Cover it up. But y'all ain't do nothing to fix it. And that's shameful. So Elba Clark pimp slapped the taste. My God. Pimp slapped the taste out of Jackie Cullen's mouth. And told her, you're not even my child. I want you out of my house. Mm. Let me tell you something. I don't understand how people get into a relationship with somebody who already has kids. And then once, you know, those two get, you know, get into an um, altercation, um, they try to go for the kids. Why are you trying to harm the kids? The kids have nothing to do with what y'all have going on. The kids are just trying to, you know, basically trying to figure out everything that's going on. You know, that you have this new person in their life. And they're like, you know, who is this human? 
how do I proceed with this healing? So as far as Jack is concerned with Elbert Clark, that was her dad. Even though Jack is not a Clark, she is a Cullum. Okay. I'm I'm pre- I'm predicting that her father was never in her life. So that's why she, you know, gravitated to Elbert Clark as her dad. And when she got slapped by Elder Clark and he said that statement as um, the statement of, you know, you're not my child, whatever. That broke her. Because that was the only father she knew. Okay. Quiet as kept. Leo's probably over there with his daddy. Just him. Because he went in the movie. Hmm. But um, yeah, so. Manny Mouse come running down the stairs trying to console Jackie. Jackie ain't having it. She left. She said, he want me out of his house. I'm leaving. You got to tell me twice. And I appreciate it. But I appreciate that about Jackie. Okay? Because she had some head on her shoulders back in that time. You know, I said she may have, you know, had some type of love towards Elder Clark. But you're not going to beat on her mother. She will defend her mother. She will be there for her mother. And her sisters. And the brother. You know, even though he wasn't mentioned. Water break. Y'all talk so much as that. Oh, Lord. <clears throat> yeah, so. Fast forward. Um. The mother comes sees Jackie. Jackie is a nurse. She is a licensed practical practitioner, whatever the P is in the LPN, nurse. She is not a registered nurse because she never passed those uh, bulwarks. Okay. My thing is, if you can save a life, you're a doctor to me. Okay. If you know CPR, then you, you're a doctor to me. You're a nurse to me. So I don't care about that LPN and that RN stuff. You're still a nurse. But, you know, some people, they got to make sure that you define it, whatever. So um, Manny Moscow sees Jackie at her job. But before that, um, Jackie's boyfriend at the time, now deceased husband, Greg um, Chisholm, he, you know, checks up on his girlfriend, being a good boyfriend. And he sees, you know, the bruise on the face. And he's like, you know, what happened? Oh, my goodness. Being such a concerned boyfriend, okay? And, um, you know, she's like, you know, it's nothing to worry about. I'll contact you later. Dr. Manny Morse, she comes see Jackie. She tells Jackie, you know, I'm getting the divorce to Albert. And let's just sit that right there, right, right now. During those times, especially how deep, Dr. Manny Moss was into the church. You say divorce? Huh? Divorce? I'm pretty sure that was just... That was crazy. There wasn't such things as a divorce. You know? Despite being, you know, abused. Especially during them times. I don't understand how y'all stick into... A community such as the Kojic and and any other crazy community like that, and continue to 
live by those heinous rules. Okay? So, she told Jackie that she's um, divorcing Albert Clark. And she wants Jackie home. So, she leaves the hospital. Then we go to the next scene of they're rehearsing. They're, I guess they're about to start finding their sound as far as unison. Okay. And it was so funny because <clears throat> when they was practicing it, I can hear, you know, who was doing what. I can hear Karen being loud. I can hear Twinkie being loud, you know, just overstepping and not being a unison, being a one voice, one sound, you know. I can hear. And now I can look back now and I can hear like Jackie, she get a little too she get a little too courageous. Now Jackie, she supposed she supposed to be on tenor. Sometimes alto. Okay. No soprano. Mm-hmm. But um I've been hearing lately that Jackie been getting a little too courageous in this harm harmony harmony. She's supposed to be in the melody. So, you know, I can hear that. Um, but as far as back then, when he was first trying to figure out the voice and become one sound, one voice, um, you know, Cam was singing a little too higher. You know, sopranos are supposed to, you know, to be the, you know, the first stepping sound. But you can't just overpower the rest of your teammates, the alto and the tenor. To, you know, when when it sounds like a whole, you know, uh, bag of garbage. So, they finally found their sound. Long story short, proceed, continue to proceed in the movie. Um, let's just, let's just talk about Denise Clark Bradford real quick. Denise Clark Bradford is the first child and I'm saying child because she is the first um, daughter or son, whatever. She's the first child of Albert Clark and Manny Moss Clark. So she is the first Clark sister. So that's where, you know, the butt heads would come between her and Jackie because Jackie, you know, she is the first sister. You know, she's the oldest sister. But then, you know, Denise will retaliate and say, well, I'm the first Clark sister. Okay, and you know, <clears throat> you know, both sides are right, but still, Jackie is still the oldest. It doesn't matter if she's Cullum or Clark, she's still the oldest, and she's still your sister. So, you know, back then, I'm pretty sure, you know, the rift between them two was just unbreakable, you know, but it's, it's, it's that's just a crazy topic. The way, the way that Denise was portrayed in this movie, they should be ashamed of themselves. I don't know how the Clark sisters or any other people who agree with them can just sit here and say they, that they are so holy and they just so filled with the Holy Ghost and my God and blah, 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 blah. And y'all don't talk to y'all sister. And the people that agree with them, y'all agree that they should exile their sister. The sister stays in California with Leo. I think it's Sacramento. Yeah, something like that. 
And um, the sister left the group, I think, in the 80s, I think. And um, she had never been back since. She just resurfaced recently, um, maybe a couple of years ago, with um, Larry Reed. If y'all go on YouTube and search Larry Reed on the YouTube, he did like four interviews with her. And, you know, she she tells what's going on as far as like Jackie being an LPN and um, you know, how the family treated her. She even apologized. But my thing is about Denise, you know, even though she has nothing to lie about because that is her truth, Denise is so busy talking to Larry Reed, and you should be talking to your sisters. Okay? Don't be, you know, doing that middleman stuff. I don't like that middleman stuff. If you have an issue, talk with the direct line, okay? Um, It's been like 40 years since they had communication. And Denise, you know, I understand that she feels so hurt and betrayed by the family because that's how the family treated her, especially Dorinda. I love me some Dorinda Clark Cole, the Rose of Gospel. But the way she was portraying this dang on story, it showed her real colors because one thing about it, you can never trust somebody who was too nice. Okay? Remember that. You can never trust somebody who was too nice because they are working um, behind the scenes for your downfall. And that's a message. Okay? And Dorinda, she just was so judgmental and just so against the grain when it comes to Denise. I guess because she was on the train with Jackie. And I'm not saying that's a wrong or bad thing. What I'm saying is y'all are sisters at the end of the day. And all y'all five girls are sisters. And the only sister who had her back was Albert Nieder. Twinkie. And I, you know, I commend Twinkie for being there for her sister. Because I'm pretty sure it was a hard time to be just Twinkie and Denise and the other four girls. It was, I mean, not four girls, excuse me. The other three girls, it was just the three amigos. It was um, in cahoots with each other. So I'm pretty sure that was a rough time. I'm pretty sure Twinkie is dealing with that now, still. Because Denise is in California and Twinkie is still in Detroit with those girls. Okay? So, Denise's story was just portrayed poorly. Now, some people... Some people say that Denise's story was portrayed poorly, and some people say that Denise's story was like, I guess, a message or something to show, you know, that she stuck up for herself as far as um, she wanted to find her, her herself. She didn't want to follow the same um, lifestyle as far as being in the church and doing the other stuff. She wanted to find herself. So some people find, like, that her story is like, um, I guess, monumental. But I feel like her story is just trash. And I'm telling you why. Her story is trash because, first of all, the colorism. I mentioned that earlier. Raven Goodwin played um, Denise Clark Bradford. And I think they were saying something that some people were saying that she was in Being Mary Jane. I've never seen one episode of Being Mary Jane. Quite as kept Gabrielle Union is not a good actress. So, whatever. Um, yeah, but uh, Raven Goodwin played. Denise, 
And my thing is, you know, of course, she, somebody had to play that role. That's number one. Number two, each of those actresses had direct contact with who they was, was portraying. Okay? Um, the Twinkie character had direct contact with Twinkie. The Dorinda character had um, contact with Dorinda. Keep going, Karen, Karen, Jackie, Jackie. The only one was Denise. That's disrespectful to me. That's messy to me. How could y'all make a movie on somebody else's um, thoughts? And, you know, it doesn't make sense. They, um, The directors and producers claim, allegedly, okay, and they reached out to, to, uh, to Denise Clark Bradford, but Denise, but Denise said on uh, Larry Reed that nobody reached out to her. Now, both can't be lying because from what I'm hearing from uh, Kiara Shear, the daughter of Karen, and J. Drew Shear, um, uh, Kiara said that she reached out to her Auntie Denise. Um, she was successful one time, but after that, was never successful. So, Denise has something going on. And she's not letting go. She's hindering her relationships with her nieces and nephews because of an old feud with her siblings. That's tough. That's very tough. So back to Raven Goodwin. The colorism of, of it all. Oh my goodness. I've been seeing some comments, seeing some comments saying that this is not colorism. Um, Raven Goodwin is a good actress and you know, just saying stupid stuff. And all those are true. And I'm to an extent. This is colorism due to the fact of this girl is chocolate. Chocolate to the bone. Okay? Denise Clark Bradford is the same color as Dorinda. Same color as Karen. Same color as Twinkie. Now, Jackie's a little darker than I mean, Jackie done got a little lighter. I seen a recent, recent little video of them. Doing the karaoke with um, Terrell on YouTube. Y'all go look it up. But um, Jackie looked a little lighter. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Yeah, so what I'm trying to say is Denise is the same color as the rest of the girls. So why is it that y'all cast this chocolate beautiful. Make sure I say that now. She's a very beautiful girl. Chocolate girl to freaking um, play Denise Clark Bradford. And I know what y'all are going to say, y'all going to say, uh, well, Karen is not the same color um, as Kiara. That's true. But Kiara is like a mo- mocha chocolate. Same for as a, the character who played um, Twinkie. I think her name is Christina Bell. She's a mocha, you know, same colors. Um, they're the same color, uh, Christina and Kiara. Okay. And that's fine and dandy. When they was casting, they cast singers and not actresses. Make sure I said it again. They cast singers and not actresses. Okay? So, of course, Karen is going to play her mother Karen because who is going to sing like Karen? Karen is a phenomenon. Okay? Karen can do echo. She can do whistle. She can do everything. She's amazing. Um, who's gonna, who else can sing like um, Karen? Nobody except her own daughter. Okay? So, that's why I feel Karen was cast for her mother because nobody can sing like 
caring. Okay. Um. So, as far as Raven Goodwin playing Denise, that's straight colorism. I don't care what y'all say. And of course, they're not going to admit it because, you know, who who would want to admit to colorism? That's straight colorism. And the reason it's colorism is because um, they wanted to display the black sheep of the family. And obviously, the girl is black. She black as charcoal. Duh. Um, and they displayed the black sheep of the family. I don't care what y'all say. That's not colorism. That is colorism. That is colorism. Point blank and the pearl. That's colorism. All the rest of them girls, you know, they, they like the little mocha color, light skin, you know, red or whatever. And then you just drop it all the way down to the bottom of the scale of chocolate. Wakanda. That's colorism. Because my thing is somebody to play Denise character, especially when y'all had no contact with Denise. And Denise is a soprano. She, you know, she wasn't, um, she had a different soprano as Karen. Um, but Denise, she doesn't really have like any significant um, attributes to her voice. So they could have picked any light-skinned soprano to play Denise. If you want to be true about it, if we if we if we want to speak facts about it, okay, they could have picked any other um, light skin uh, soprano to play Denise because they wasn't choosing they wasn't choosing um, actresses, they was choosing singers, huh? So with that being said, they chose to choose Raven Goodwin to play Denise because of her skin tone. Now, I said it. I ain't going to say it no more. Y'all can hit me up after and, you know, let me know what y'all say. Back into the movie. I'm about to speed up because we already on 38 minutes. And I'm not going to have y'all in here all dang on uh, whatever. So we talked about Maddie Moss. They should have the dang on movie, the Maddie Moss story, because the first hour was basically about Maddie Moss, of how she groomed the girls, how she gave the power of the Clark sisters to Twinkie, okay, how her health started deteriorating. And let me give y'all a little tip. Y'all didn't know this, huh? Don't worry about it, I'm going to tell you. So why does me and Maddie Moss share a birthday? March 26th, Aries Nation. Hey! Granted, you know, I was born in 95, and Dr. Maddie Moss was born in 1925. But, you know, we still, you know, so we still got that, that, that connection, okay? <clears throat> but, um, yeah, so she gave the power of the car sisters to Twinkie. Um, her health started deteriorating. Um... She lost her leg. She had to get a prosthetic leg. Um, she had to deal with her daughter Denise being disrespected, being disrespectful to her. Um, let's just take a moment and just realize how important and how much Maddie Moss went through. She went through, you know, after the grand performance with her daughters, um, she went through not being able to perform with her daughters live again because of the church. That's, that's again with this thing on church. The church abusing their power. And I guess they're trying to be, you know, big honcho over this strong woman. This strong Aries woman. Okay? And granted, I can say this. As an Aries, you know, we, we are leaders. We're headstrong. We, um, you know, 
we 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 are filled with fire. You know what I'm saying? So, Maddie Moss, I'm pretty sure she was she was so strong in her attentions, and just you know she just went off the rip that she wasn't thinking about the consequences of performing on a secular stage, which was the Grammys, and they performed Hallelujah. Y'all gonna look that up on YouTube. So, you know, and that's, you know, I understand that decision, but they still was trying to be big-headed about it, okay? And the reason I understand their decision, their, their decision was because Randy Moss acted before, you know, thinking about it, okay? She was thinking that, you know, they were spreading the, the word, spreading the gospel, you know. I mean, they was. But let's be real about it. When they was performing on the Grammys, them people in the audience, they didn't know what they was doing. They probably thought it was a clown show. Mm-hmm. They probably thought it was a they was at a circus. Because ladies came running down the dang on um running in between the audience. Um they was on stage. Moving all um, historically and stuff, you know. So, and uh, all they did was just clapping their hands as if they knew they was clapping their hands too. Okay. So, with that being said, Manny Moss did not deserve that type of punishment that she did deserve. I mean, get. But I do understand it because you can't be too big headed. You have to. Always, if you committed to this community, then you need to know what the community accept and don't accept. Period. So I feel like once that decision was made and Twinkie left the group, Manny Moss just didn't care about her life anymore. That's how I feel. And um, you know, after that, Manny Moss died in '94. Okay. And um, we're zooming through this thing, of course. We get to the funeral. Okay, at this, you know, at this time of the funeral, it's just Twinkie, Dorinda, uh, Karen, and Jackie. Denise has been left the um the circle because Denise has had three kids out of wedlock, and Denise was not having it. She said they can have it. Um, she just left the group. It was speculated that she was kicked out by the Clark sisters, but though she left on her own free will, according to the movie. Make sure I say that, according to the movie. She left on her own free will because she was tired of the injustice being treated the way she was treated. I don't blame her now. She was treated so poorly, okay? And that's just crazy for these such godly women to treat your blood so poorly. Mm-hmm. It questions their, uh, their um. It questions them. Mm-hmm. So we get to the funeral. Um, Denise walks up to the microphone. She touches the casket first. She walks up to the microphone and she immediately start. She immediately just start talking. Okay, and the way they portrayed that scene was so wrong. Whoever was writing 
this dang on movie. Y'all know y'all just tried to drama some some stuff up. Y'all know y'all wrong for that. Mm-hmm. And um, long story short, Denise was like, "These are my seven boys." When she said that, I was like, seven boys." Now I knew she had seven boys before, but it just still shocked me. I was like, "My God, seven boys, man! You've been a busy hussy, yeah." Seven boys. She introduced the seven boys. She said what she had to say. Um, in the movie, Jackie told her to... to talk, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. Jackie told Karen to go get her off the stage. And let me do some fact checking here. Okay? In real life, on YouTube, y'all can go find these videos. Um, Manny Moss Clark funeral. Her casket was an open casket. It was um, Her body was just laid there. That's number one. Number two, Denise, just, Denise did not just go there and just ambush the bank on stage. Now that's just wrong. Whoever wrote that, y'all, y'all just y'all are wrong. Okay, Denise did not just go up there and ambush the stage. No, she didn't. She was on a program. Y'all go out there, and find the program. She was on a program um, under the name of Denise Clark Morrison because she was married previously, and she was a Morrison before Bradford. And she wasn't by herself. She's with her brother, Leo Cullum. And they was introduced up there to speak. Okay. And yes, Karen did come and get her off the stage. And I did see that video on Facebook. I'm pretty sure you can find it on YouTube. Because what she did in the movie happened in real life. She did say, I feel like at least one of the daughters can come up and have the strength to speak about our mom and whatever. She did say all those things that she did, you know, act the way she acted. But that was that was her testimony at that time. And it's just crazy how Karen would come up there and try to, you know, escort her off as if that's not her mama as well. I just don't know how they can, how they can continue to live like this. I understand that, you know, y'all having peace with somebody who has done y'all wrong, you know, in y'all life. But my thing is, if y'all was truly done with the situation, then Denise would have had contribution in the movie. And y'all would have still, y'all would be still talking today. But no, that's not the case. We leave the funeral. We go outside. Karen tells Denise, basically... I'm going to fight you if you don't get out of here. Paraphrasing, of course. And that's crazy. How the baby out of the clan want to fight the first Clark sisters? The first Clark. That's crazy. And then also, side note, I seen a video of Jackie Cullum. Somebody asked her, what was your favorite part in the movie? Guess what she said? Jackie Cullum said her favorite part in the movie was when Karen was about to beat up her sister Denise. Now, if that's not toxicity, I know what it is. It makes no sense. How is that your favorite part in the movie? Your favorite part in the movie, Jackie, should have been when they showed showed the scene of you about to get married to the love of your life, Greg. That should have been your favorite part. But no, your favorite part was when Karen was going to beat up Denise because 
you're toxic. Okay? It makes no sense. It's sad. Um, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. Um, Clark sisters. As far as the rest of the sisters, um, Denise's story is very well developed. We know that she has seven boys. We, we know what she have. We know we, we know that she has seven boys. They are still living to this day. We know she had three kids out of wedlock. Okay. We know she was out there in them streets. We know she left the group. We know she was a soprano. We know all these things about her. Okay. As far as Twinkie is concerned, we know Twinkie arranged, wrote, played Lita Clarkses. We know that. We know Twinkie life was mainly Clarkses. We know that Twinkie life was just, she didn't have no life. Okay, and let's just dive into that. Twinkie finally got a, a little glimpse of love when she met um, Johnny um, Terrell. Johnny Terrell is her ex-husband, whom in the in the movie, I guess, basically used her. Okay? Uh, one of the biggest scenes in the movie featuring Johnny, Johnny Terrell and Twinkie Clark Terrell was when Twi- Twinkie came to um, Dr. Manny Moss' home you know, just to say their goodbyes because in the movie, um, Twinkie was saying that they are going to North Carolina. And long story short, um, Dr. Manny Moss and Twinkie get into a, just a little small um, feud saying, um, Manny Moss was saying, you need me. And Twinkie reiterated to Dr. Manny Moss, I don't need you, baby. You need me because I'm the writer. I'm the arranger. I'm the pianist. The organ player. Okay? You need me. Which is true. So, they were sitting there having a little feud. And Twinkie Husbands, um, oh, excuse me, I said husbands. She only had one husband. Excuse me, y'all. Twinkie Husband, um, Johnny Terrell, pushed Maddie Most. When he pushed Maddie, I was mad. I was furious. I was ready to go find him. Because I was like, who are you to push my birthday buddy? Especially the state that she was in. Okay? She was in a bad state. Her I think her leg was starting to process of you know dying and you know her, you know she could barely walk on that leg. So her getting back up in that push was pretty difficult. And then on the top of that off, Twinkie left with him. Why would you leave with a man who abused your mother? That doesn't make any sense. And Twinkie reaped those benefits in the long run when um, we go to the clip with Twinkie. She's home, taking care of their newborn son. Um, Johnny comes home, probably out there creeping. So I creep, hey, yeah. Side note, T-Balls knows she can't sing. Who told her she could sing and she could be in the second group? But Chili can't sing either. That's a whole other podcast. Um, Yeah, so Johnny comes home. He ain't got no job. 
He's just mentally abusing Twinkie Talker to her any types of ways, wrong. The whole time, Mother Moss is asking for Twinkie. As Twinkie called, she calls Twinkie on the call on the um, on the phone. Twinkie um, phone is deactivated. You know, it was a terrible time, terrible time. So Twinkie reaped the benefits because her mother died without her even being there in the movie. Make sure I keep saying that. So I feel so bad for Twinkie now because she, I'm pretty sure she is still going through that. You know, she watched the movie over and she's probably still going through, you know, rejecting her mom, leaving her mom behind, choosing um, Johnny over her mother. You know, that's really a hard thing to um, relive. It really is. And Twinkie Health is not doing that good as well. You know what I'm saying? She is in the same position as her own mother was. Okay? So, in the movie, um, it shows that Twinkie had a nervous breakdown. She goes to the hospital or whatever. But in reality, and I've been seeing some Dorinda Clark Cole interviews, but she speaks about her suicide, that you see a little glimpse of it in the movie. She says that, you know, she was just out of it and she got in her car and she was ready to drive off and the devil was talking to her but the Lord I guess got her and now that the bridge that she was on is gated now okay but she was just such in a bad place because she was Manny Moss Jr. she can sing so similar to like her mother okay especially when she sang one of my favorite songs I Can Do All Things Through Christ I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. That's a little something, something for y'all. I know y'all want to hear. But, um, yeah, so Dorinda had to deal with that. She was called Manny Mouse Jr. So Dorinda was taking it the, the hardest. So for them to portray that Twink was taking the heart, that's incorrect. Dorinda was taking it the hardest because she was, um, you know, she was contemplating suicide, you know, and all those things. Uh, we jump to Karen. Karen goes to the hospital. Karen is basically jumping around the bush as far as what is she doing there. She's talking about this is for me. Everybody do everything for them. This is for me. But she never said specifically whether she was there for. Okay. But, um... Of course, now the movie the movie has been out for a little period of time now, and everybody is speculating that she was there for um, gastric um, bypass, okay, weight loss surgery. During that time of weight loss surgery, complications came up here, and she was in the coma about two months. This is about to end, and long story short, the movie. Don't have to go see it. If you have not seen it yet, please go check it out. Um, the movie is a good movie. The singing is good. The acting is good. It's just that y'all portray Denise's story so wrong. But the other three amigos, Denise, I mean, excuse me, Dorinda, Jackie, and Karen, they just uh, squeaky clean. But um, the antagonist of the story, Denise, Twinkie, and... Um, even Johnny, 
their stories was abused and played with. So if y'all haven't seen the movie, please go check that out and let me know what y'all think. And if you have seen the movie, let me know what you think about my comments.